So I was doing DoorDash for I would stop doing the delivery, drive home during all the community meetups because I was like, at least for the Thursday ones, I was like, I gotta go because I honestly really enjoy them. I don't need money that bad. Hello coders, welcome to the Scrimba podcast. If you are on a path to becoming a hireable web developer, this podcast is here to help you close that gap. I'm your host, Alex Booker, and I speak with self-motivated, successful developers to learn how they found success and how you can too. Today, I'm joined by David, who is a Scrimba user that recently went on to get his first developer job. In short, David started his own business doing landscaping, and to attract more clients locally, he learned how to make his website rank more favorably in the Google search results. This is a process known as search engine optimization, or SEO for short. SEO is like one part marketing, sure, but it's also one part development because sometimes you have to restructure your websites or write code so that Google can more easily understand what your website is about and how to connect a user search term with a page on your website. Do a great job at that and Google will see you through. Now, because David was learning about SEO for his business, instead of starting his developer journey from the beginning, he started to look for companies who cared about SEO. And he said, hey, I'm learning SEO and I'm learning development. Is there an opportunity for me to grow here at this company? They said yes, and now David has the opportunity to keep learning, and if he wants to, focus only on development in the future, either by changing role or even changing companies in the future. The point is he got in the door, and that's so important. Throughout this episode, I want you to think about your past experiences and interests, which you might be able to combine with your coding aspirations to position yourself more uniquely like David did. David and I also spoke about community and the importance of a coding community when you're going along the path less traveled, i.e. being a self-taught developer. We also spoke how the Scrimba community specifically helped David. If you like the episode, please remember to subscribe to the podcast. Also, at the end of the podcast, I'm going to give you an opportunity to win some awesome looking Scrimba swag like this. So stay tuned for that. Until then, let's get into it. David, welcome to the Scrimba podcast. It's great to have you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Could you start by telling us a little bit about your experience and journey so far on your path to becoming a hireable developer? Absolutely. I recently moved cities from Pittsburgh to Philadelphia in Pennsylvania. In Pittsburgh, I was running a landscaping company, which I started at a fairly young age, just kind of a way to make money. And uh, I wanted a cell phone, actually, when I was in fifth grade. When I went to college, me and a friend of mine, we went to high school together and decided to join forces. Uh, we kind of kept growing that as a company and built it into what it is today. Over the past couple of years, I kind of was looking for something else. Uh, I, will, I did some studying of web development in college, and I always thought computers and technology was pretty interesting. I had a buddy who was doing some online boot camps who actually suggested Scrimba to me. Uh, he he didn't do it, but he had found it and he said, this is a really cool platform. It's really affordable and it's something that I might be interested in. So I was like, okay, I'll, I'll give it a shot and see what it's about. And I think I joined in 
maybe October or November of 2020, mm. which was right around the end of my landscaping season. Did you start with Scrimber in like October last year and the front end career path or were you using some other tools before then? No, I, I strictly Scrimba. That's where I started. Um, wow. I started with Udemy. I did about an hour of a course and it was very dry for me. I'm sure it's very helpful for a lot of people, but that's not my learning style. And when my friend suggested Scrimba, he was telling me that you code with the teacher. I just kind of got my feet wet and I was going pretty slow through the scrims and everything. But the more I got involved in the community, the more I really enjoyed it. And everyone is so helpful in it. It got me really excited about web development and seeing how excited everyone was about it. I reached out to friends who I know that have had similar journeys um, going from stuff that has nothing to do with tech to transitioning into tech. And then I had a friend actually suggest SEO to me, which all my knowledge was, it's all about keywords, which the more I dove in, it, it's way more complicated than I even knew. So I got really excited about that and started diving into it, applying to jobs, finally landed an interview. Let's see, the interview was like a two or three month process. And recently they decided to um, hire me. So I started amazing. next week. So if I'm understanding you correctly, you started off mowing lawns and stuff like that. Like a lot of teenagers in at least in europe that's how we perceive american teenagers like mowing some lawns on the weekend to make some pocket money but for you that grew into basically a full-time business with your friend where did the seo part come into it we had made kind of a website it wasn't anything crazy using code or using a platform Um, we used facebook so we made a facebook page and then we used i think it's called wix maybe yeah that's what that's that's a common one Yeah. yeah We used that, but we never actually published the site. Um, But when I was on the Facebook pages, they had a lot of click here, pay to boost your search result. And I didn't really know how that worked. And I was kind of interested in that. I I thought it was really cool that you could pay and then people would see your ad more. Um, So I kind of read a little bit about that, which that's the paid search side and then i learned more about the seo side how you can make it more organic based on how people search and how fast your website is and all these different factors and i kind of, i got really excited about that and when i was doing the scrimba course a lot of the jobs i saw that were for seo wanted html and javascript and css knowledge the one course was the UI course. That's a big thing in SEO that I didn't even know about. So, Just quickly, for anyone who's listening who might not be familiar with what SEO means, can you summarize it? Yeah, so SEO is search engine optimization. When you search for something on a search engine like Google, say you type in T-shirts, maybe Scrimba pops up as your first uh, shopping area to buy a t-shirt what seo does is it um, takes all these different factors in order to optimize your website 
so that Google can crawl it better. And a crawl is kind of how a person goes through a website. Mm-hmm. You click on links. Google makes a map of that. And the easier your website is to crawl and navigate and all these other factors, it will rank higher on Google. 40 or 50% of website views is in the first third of wow. Google results. So Google is all about matching a search query to an actual web page and Google kind of prides itself on its ability to give you the best results as high up in the pages as possible. Obviously, if you're in that first third of search results, you have more visibility. That's immensely valuable to businesses, right? They're surely competing in different ways to to get higher up in those search results. What are some of the kind of like high impact activities that people, whether they're developers or marketers, look to do when they're trying to rank higher in the search results? Well, mobile is becoming more and more important. And this month in May, Google is rolling out a new algorithm where the speed of your mobile site, the visual aspects of your mobile site and a lot of your mobile will be a huge ranking factor. So having a good mobile site is important. A lot of uh, the stuff that you guys go through on the Scrimbo with the UI is extremely important. You want it to be visually nice for people. You want it to be fast. So you don't want to have tons of code that slows down your site. Pretty much everything that makes a fast, good-looking website that's mobile-friendly will affect how it will rank on Google. And then you also have negative things that can affect like ranking. A big thing that they used to do were the keyword meta tag in your in your header. So you would do meta keywords and then just type right. a bunch of keywords. They don't use this as a ranking factor anymore. And that actually can hurt your site because it seems spammy. Other things that can hurt your site would be bad links. So if you have a lot of links that don't go to anywhere or return 404 pages, that can hurt your site. I do really like front-end development and I plan on still making sites in my spare time. And I think a lot of the knowledge I learn through what makes a better website, I can implement that into making sites as well. SEO is generally considered a marketing activity and a marketer might use a particular tool to analyze their website. There are tools which check for basic errors like overusing tags like you described or having a bunch of links that don't go anywhere. Okay, cool. But then you need to be a developer sometimes to go in and actually fix those things. So it sounds like that's a very complementary complementary skill being a developer as well as having some knowledge of SEO. How did you translate that into a job opportunity? Can you quickly introduce us to the job like the title and what the job description looked like was it for a developer or was it for an seo person or was it for somebody who could do both um so it is called associate technical strategist it talked about seo how you would partner with other team members of the seo and go through sites a lot of the requirements were basic knowledge of seo It was a lot of SEO-based, but then a lot of job applications, you'll see they have extra requirements or preferred Mm -hmm. requirements. And that's where it got into HTML, CSS, and JavaScript. So that's where I thought I might stand out a little bit because 
I had just learned a lot about HTML and a lot about CSS and JavaScript. And I still plan on doing more, learning more about JavaScript because I think when you're going into a job and it's a preferred skill, the more you can hone in on that skill, the more you'll stand out and the more important you'll be in that job. Um, originally, I was going after a lot of front-end development jobs, and uh, I didn't really realize how those skills could be used in other technical roles. When I, I found that, I was, I was really excited because it, it was skills that I had, a job that I was excited about, and they were transferable, and I thought it was really cool. I think that's really cool too. Like a lot of developers only focus on the coding ability, and I totally understand why it feels very intuitive, but a job and an employment contract is basically about bringing value to a manager or an organization. And so when you can stack your experience and your interests, because you were already interested in uh, SEO, but also having grown a business, I'm sure that came with a lot of experience around communication, as well as managing process of any kind, whether it's scheduling or otherwise. It sounds like a great way to, like you said, stand out when you can stack your previous experiences to to create quite a unique offering. And, and yeah, like if it's something you're actually interested in, well, I think I'm guessing, but nine times out of 10, a company would rather hire someone who's excited and interested to do the work. And this sounds like a really exciting opportunity for you, David. Thank you. Yeah. A lot of the value I got from Scrimba was joining the community chats and you guys have all this extra stuff from talking to developers, talking to tech recruiters. My biggest struggle was relating my experience to a technical role. I hadn't done anything that technical in my job, but I remember one of the recruiters, I think it was um, Jermaine. Jermaine Jupiter, yeah. Said, all of your skills are transferable. It's just how you explain that they're transferable. I managed a business. How is that transferable to SEO? I have management, time management skills from that. I have communication with customers. So I've built my communication skills. If, if you can explain why it's important, that's all that they care mm -hmm. about. Because most skills you have, you can transfer those skills. It's just how you, how you yourself first connect it and then explain it to them. I think that was my most valuable lesson I learned from you guys, honestly. When you joined Scrimba, presumably you found a course or a module that looked interesting to you and then you kind of found the community after is that fair to say yeah so i start i i went straight for the front end career path i was doing that for a while and then i don't even i'm not even sure how i found the discord i didn't really even know what discord was before that i just kind of read and if i had a question i would post a question or google it and then when I started joining the meetups and got a little more comfortable, that's where the community built. And mm. I, I think it's honestly amazing. It really did help me from just talking in the in the the Zooms when there's tons of people in there is it's nerve wracking. And just talking in there built my confidence talking in interviews and the community is so helpful and really cool. That means a lot, genuinely. Thank you. Everything we do, we try and align it by bringing value to our 
community such that we can help you become a hireable developer. Like, I love the fact that with so many things we do, for some people, certain events and certain talks are going to resonate with one person more than another. But by just showing up a lot, I feel like you kind of absorb ideas and confidence about what to do next. And so the fact that something Jermaine said, basically off the cuff, managed to like trigger an almost aha moment for you is, is amazing to hear. I want to touch on something, which is that from my point of view and my perspective, having met you a few times and things like the community meetup with Per, which we host every Thursday, you always seem quite confident and outgoing and yeah you're super friendly and it's always nice to see you but you just described that it can be a little bit scary at times probably people listening can relate to that so could you talk about it a little bit i've always been outgoing um but where i struggle with communicating with people or like talking in large groups is if i'm not a hundred percent sure on something i like when I go in to talk about something, I like to know about it because, I mean, everyone has the fear of saying something that sounds dumb or is just wrong. Um, and the more I learned through Scrimba in the community is everybody's there to help you. Nobody there is negative. Everyone wants to help or is excited. Hey, if someone asks a question on Discord, it's almost answered instantly because people want to help. The more I noticed that, I was more comfortable talking because it's like, I'm going to say something and people are going to be excited that I said anything at all. It doesn't matter if it's right or wrong. They're going to, maybe they'll take value, maybe they won't. Yeah, maybe I'm wrong and someone's like, hey, actually it's this. Mm. That's just an opportunity for me to learn something new and know something moving forward. Did you make new friends at Scrimba? Yeah, um, there were a couple people I knew that were always on the community meetups. I joined a study group. I actually, um, Karan, Grant, um, he, he would always, like, if I had a question, I would always type something. And the one time I remember he was like, hey, just join the clubhouse, uh, share your screen. I'm going to talk you through React. Cause I was having so much trouble working it on my computer and he just spent this time talking me through react for no reason, except to be helpful. After that, if I was gone for a while, I'd come on, he's like, Oh, I haven't seen you in a while. Where have you been? And then he was like, join our study group. I do honestly think I made friends, which is awesome because the other thing that was so helpful with the community was I would have struggles on my way learning javascript learning react learning any of it and it, it's it's pretty discouraging when you can't figure something out but then when you go on and you see other people saying hey i don't get this and you're like oh it's not just me that can't figure this out but to see people who also started from not knowing and where they are and stuff they've created is it's so encouraging that there's going to be struggles along the way but you're going to find out how to do it when you're helping other people you're kind of practicing your own communication skills you're kind of practicing solving as many problems as possible yeah to anybody listening please come over to the scrimba discord where you can meet david myself karen and the rest of the scrimba crew david thank you so much for joining me absolutely thanks for having me it was uh it was fun i i 
appreciate everything you guys have done and you guys have built an amazing community. So uh, thanks to you guys. Wow, I hope you enjoyed this episode with David and I. Again, please remember to subscribe to the podcast. It shows us at Scrimber that you're getting value and we should keep getting guests on to learn about their stories. As promised, here's your opportunity to win a Scrimber jumper, t-shirt, whatever you like, really. Just tweet about this podcast episode with the hashtag TheScrimberPodcast. So that's the hashtag symbol, TheScrimberPodcast, all one word. For the full terms and conditions, check out the show notes.